Do you feel like you are constantly chasing after the Lord, trying to do what is right and step into the places you can have close relationship with Him, but you seem to keep falling short? The enemy keeps lying to you, telling you that you're not worthy enough and that there are steps that you need to take to get there and that you're never going to be able to live up to that. If this is you, today we are going to be talking about some lies that the enemy tries to sell you so that he can rob you of relationship and friendship with your heavenly father. And I want to debunk those for you. I want to settle it right now that he is a liar and help you walk in truth and victory today. If that sounds like a conversation you want to be a part of, let's get to it. Hey, beautiful woman of God, welcome to the Kingdom Daughters podcast. Do you want to be closer to God and be confident in your walk with Him? Do you wake up ready to crush today by putting God first, only to feel overwhelmed and frustrated when you wake up late and skip over your alone time with God again? Hey, I'm Angela. I too was a busy mom trying to find time in the small windows of my day to spend time with Jesus. I have felt overwhelmed with life and motherhood, just wishing I could be close to God, be confident in His love, and stop comparing my life to others around me. But my lack of consistency kept me from what I desired most. I finally decided to make time with Jesus a priority, and it was a game changer, friend. I now understand His love for me, can hear His voice clearer, and have grown in my confidence as a mom, wife, and woman of God. In this podcast, you will hear chats about faith, family, and fun faith systems that will help you grow in consistency in your walk with the Lord. So crank up the radio in the carpool lane, or go ahead and start your workout, and let's jump in. Hey, hey, beautiful Kingdom Daughter. Welcome back to the Kingdom Daughters podcast. I am thrilled you're here, as always, and I hope you're having a beautiful, fantabulous day. It is a gorgeous day here in California. It's going to be a little bit roasty-toasty later, getting into the hundreds, which is a little early for us, but I'm just grateful for a beautiful day, so walking in that thankfulness today. (laughs) Um, All right, so today I wanted to just jump into a few lies that I believe the enemy tries to use against you and to pour these thoughts into our minds to keep us from relationship with God. Because guess what? He doesn't want us close to the Lord, right? We all know this. He doesn't want us to have a relationship with Him. When we have a relationship with Him, we walk in freedom, we walk in victory, we have more peace, we have more joy, we have more love for others, we have more patience, right? When we're close to our Heavenly Father, those things spill out of us because we are in relationship with Him, we're close to Him, we know Him, we understand His love for us, and that love overflows from our heart into others. And the enemy doesn't want us doing that. He doesn't want us walking in those things. Of course not. Because those are good things for us. And he doesn't want us to have good things. He wants us to suffer. And he wants to keep us down. And that, we're just we're just not for that. Right? I'm not for that. And um, I'm tired of playing into those lies and trying to um, battle that on my own. Because guess what? The battle belongs to the Lord. And he is the victor. He's already won. And when we trust in him and when we lean into that, there's freedom, friend. Seriously. Okay. So I don't want to get off on tangent there, but the devil's a liar. 
Okay, let's just start with that. He is a liar. You've heard me say this. If you've heard me say this in many multiple podcasts, he's a liar. He's the father of lies. It literally says in the Bible that his that lying is his native tongue, which means it's his original language. He doesn't even understand the language of truth. So when you hear lies like the ones we're going to chat about in a minute, you need to ignore them, rebuke them, say no to them, reject them, and move on. Declaring God's goodness, victory, love, and all the things over your life. Do not listen to them. Do not partner with them. Recognize that he is a liar that God doesn't talk to you the way that the enemy does. He's he God talks to you with love and care. He's our father. He wants to see us succeed. There's a difference there. Okay? Okay, so here we go. Let's get into a few of these lies. I these are some that I've struggled with and that is why I started here. I'm sure there's others. I would love to actually hear from you things that you have struggled with and share it with me because I want to debunk that for you. Um, inside chat. So you can email me at Mrs. Angela Pitnikoff at gmail.com or you can connect with me in the Facebook group. Go to thekingdomdaughters.com and click on the free Facebook group. Join in there and let's start a conversation about this because I know there are more lies than this, um, but I just started here with some that I have struggled with over the past few years and actually earlier on in motherhood especially. But I have really fought through and come uh, come through these things because of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Okay, <laughs> so here we go. Number one, the first lie is you have to have it all together before even approaching God. Okay, that's just crazy. But how many of us believe that? That we have to have perfect, be, be perfect. Sorry, not have to have perfect. We have to be perfect. That we have to have it all together before God's going to accept us, before we can approach God's throne room, before we can come into his presence. We have to be clean. Guess what? We're not going to be clean. <laughs> like we are dirty. <laughs> like we are sinful creatures. We were born into sin. We live in a sinful world. Um, we can't be perfect. It's just impossible. That's the beauty of grace. That's the beauty of Jesus's love for us and all that he did for us. He's the one that covers those those sins, right? But let's, okay, first of all, before I jump into that, <laughs> getting ahead of myself here, let's talk about some people in the Bible, all right? Let's just, for just for a couple of examples so that you can see, like David, the quote, man after, the man after God's own heart, okay, that's who he's known for. He lusted after another man's wife got her pregnant while her husband was at war, and then had her husband killed in battle. This is a man after God's own heart. Okay, do you think, that, does that sound perfect to you? Does that sound like he has it all together? No. Okay. Abraham, a father of many nations and a great model of faith, right? He slept with his wives, handmaid, to try to make God's promise come to pass. Because God had promised him that he would have a child, right? It wasn't happening. So what's he do? Him and Sarah come up with a plan. We're going to have this baby through someone else, okay? That doesn't sound like a model of faith, that he's a good, you know, trust in the Lord, right? He made a mistake. Moses, the great Christ-like prophet, wasn't able to cross into the promised land after all being with, being with the Israelites forever and walking them through all these things. He wasn't able to cross in the promised land when it came to pass because... 
In the last hour, he took credit for himself and disobeyed God. The list goes on and on, my friend. We can look through many different stories in the Bible of failures of men because we are sinful, like I said. But guess what? God still called David the man after his own heart because he knew deep down, even though David made a mistake, that his heart was after the Lord and David came and repented and made things right. Same with all of these different people. They came to God and said, oh, I made a mistake. And God forgave. God forgave them. Okay? And that is how Jesus is. He forgives us. He walks with us. He covers us. Right? Trying to be perfect or striving for perfection keeps us enslaved to doing and not being working to be the best and doing everything right and forgetting that Jesus paid it all and we just need to surrender and let him run the show. Having it all together and trying to be perfect comes from a self-centered thought process. Trying to win approval or be the best puts the focus on ourselves and not on God. Jesus is the perfecter of our faith. Jesus purchased our achievements And thankfully, God sees us as perfectly righteous in Christ. Jesus paid it all, so we don't have to have it all together. Say it with me now. Boom shakalaka, okay? (laughs) It's a beautiful thing. We don't have to have it all together. I love this quote that I read. God doesn't want us to focus on performing perfectly. He wants us to focus on living out childlike, dependent faith through authentic acts of love. God's love, oh, it's so good. It's so good, friend. And when we depend on his love, he covers us all. We can have relationship with him. We don't have to have it all together. What we do need is faith. We can't be covered by Jesus if we don't trust that he is who he says he is, that he's the son of God, that he came, he died, he rose again, and that He is Christ. He is Christ, the Savior of the world. When we don't have faith in that, when we don't trust in that, we're not covered by his grace. So do we have to have it all together? No. But we do have to have faith in Jesus and who he says he is and God and who he says he is. And then we can lean into the goodness of relationship with him. It's so good. So debunking that right now, that is a lie from the pit of hell that you have to have it all together to have relationship with the Lord. Right now, say, I do not have to have it all together. Jesus loves me for who I am. He knows me for who I am. And he loves me, and he still wants relationship with me. It's a beautiful thing. And this kind of goes along with the second one I I thought of. You can't be real with God, and you can't question him. Okay? He already knows. Guess what? He already knows you. He created you. He knows everything about you. He knows what you're going to do today, later, before you even know it. He knows all the things and he still loves you. So you can be real with him. You can ask questions. I truly believe that God likes us to ask questions, not in a disrespectful way, obviously, but to say, why, Lord, what is going on? Why did that happen? Or why isn't this happening? Because guess what? That creates conversation. That gives us way for communication with him, to hear from him and hear his heart. 
That is relationship building. It's not, you know, you don't want to come into it being like, oh, I hate you, Lord, and this is, why did this happen? But a a communication saying, Lord, I want to trust you. I want to know you. I want relationship with you. But why is this happening? And God will be faithful in answering. He is so faithful to his children. I'm telling you, it's, it's so good. So right now, we debunk that, that you can't be real with God. That's a bunch of malarkey, okay? Don't believe it. You can be real with God. You can be open with the Lord. He wants to hear the truth. He wants to hear from your heart. And guess what? He already knows it. So there's nothing, there's no hiding. There's real, literally no place you can hide from him. It's in the Bible. Okay. Hey, beautiful friend. I remember being caught in a circle of fear that caused me to lack confidence in who I was and what God was calling me to do as his daughter. I felt exhausted as a mom, not knowing how to grow closer to God or even understand his word. Then I finally realized there was an answer. And when I partnered with God and reworked really plugging his words into my heart and mind and started to affirm truths in my life, I found freedom as a mom, wife, and woman of God. And I wanna help you too, friend. I'm taking on a few new coaching clients and I want to help you get confidence in who you are in Jesus and grow in your walk with Him. To release fear, shame, and guilt and walk in freedom that comes when you understand His deep, deep love. So you don't have to be afraid to show up in your own life anymore. I'd love to invite you to sit with me for a free 45-minute discovery call to see if we'd be a good fit. So if you're interested, go to thekingdomdaughters.com and click the link to join the free call. Okay, lie number three. If you're not consistent in your daily devotions or time with God, then God won't want relationship with you. Okay, first off, let's talk about John 15, 15. John 15, 15 says, I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends for everything that I learned from my father, I have made known to you. Woohoo! He calls us friends. He calls us friends. Not only does he give his life so we can be redeemed and saved, but he calls us into his inner circle and says we are friends. Woot! Okay? We are saved by grace. Grace equals the free and unmerited favor of God. We can't earn it or work for it. He loves us and gives us grace through Jesus. So this doesn't matter. So it doesn't matter how many daily devotions, Bible reading plans you do. He loves you all the same. I was thinking about friendships and you know those close friendships have you ever had a friendship for a really long time but maybe you've been away from each other I have a really close friend her name's Jody she lives across the country we went to college together we are really close friends but it had been years since we'd seen each other we only catch up every once in a while um, through text but we finally got to see each other last year and it was like time had not passed because we were just close for so long that it just felt like time had not passed, even though it had been many years. I think about that with God. He is not requiring, like, my friend Jody is not like, oh, Angela doesn't want time for me, Uh, blah, 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 we're never going to be friends again. Like, she still wants a relationship with me, and I want a relationship with her, and so when it happens, 
We come together, boom, bamski. God is the same way. He is not saying, oh my gosh, you know, so-and-so did not hang out with me and I'm all done with her, right? That's not how God works. He wants close relationship with us. He wants it. And so you don't have to keep chasing and chasing and chasing. However, the caveat here is, obviously, the more time you spend with him, the closer you will become. And the reason that my friend Jody and I can come back together after years is because we started in a close, close living quarters type situation where we were so close and so bonded. We have a bond that lasts forever. So when you have close relationship with Lord, it's okay if you miss times here and there because you have been rooted and grounded in relationship with him. And so it's easy to come back and be like, well, I know who God is. Even though I missed a day here and there, I'm, re- I'm in relationship. So the caveat here is you have to start with relationship with him. And obviously the more time you spend, the closer you'll be with him, just like in any relationship. He's not requiring you to spend more time or a certain time with him. But just as with regular friends, the more you put, the more, the more you put in, the more you get out. Because the closer you are, the more you understand him and the more you can walk in victory because of the closeness with him. Come on now, seriously. Anybody with me? (laughs) All right, really quick. So debunk that. You don't have to have perfect daily devotion times. Yes, you should desire closeness with him and desire to have those times with him. But if you miss a day here and there and or even a week or you get busy with your kids or the season that you're in is just crazy, guess what? There is grace through Jesus. Back to Jesus. It always comes back to Jesus. He gives you grace. He knows your heart. He knows where your heart is, and that you desire to be with him. And he understands that. He knows you, friend. He knows you inside and out. So debunk that. You don't have to have it perfect. You don't have to have it all together. He knows you. Okay. Last lie that really was hard for me too. This this is hard. And <clears throat> it's a complete lie that it's just the enemy wants to rob you. He wants to rob you. This is something that I struggled with, and Veronica in our Facebook group shared this too, and I was like, yes, this is so good because it, I think it applies. Okay, so the fourth lie is there isn't enough love for everyone, so stop being selfish and taking up all of God's time. Have you ever heard that before? I have heard that before. That I should just, I have it all, you know, I have good things. I should be grateful for what I have and not just keep bringing stuff to the Lord and not ask for more. And, you know, God, God needs to spend time with others and other people have more problems than I do. And I need to just be grateful for where I'm at. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. That is true. You don't want to be just woe is me all day long. Okay, obviously, but God is omnipresent, okay? That means he can give 100% of his love and time to you and at the same time give 100% of his love and time to me and that goes with everyone around the world at the same time. I mean, God is omnipresent. So he's not 
trying to split his time up or love up like we have to. I think a lot of times that's where the enemy gets us caught up. He tries to get us to think that God's like us. Yes, we're created in his image, but we don't <laughs> have the same abilities as God. We are not God of the universe, right? And we he tries to get us to put God like in this box. Like, oh, well, this is how I can understand him. And so I'm going to keep him here in this little box. God is not like us. He doesn't have to juggle things. He doesn't have to spread himself out like we do. Okay, he is omnipresent. He wants to pour into you and love you and be a part of your everyday. He has time for you. He has buckets and oodles of love for you. He wants relationship with you, friend. So do not partner with the lie that other people's problems are bigger than yours, that his love runs out and that you need to share his love with others. Not not meaning share his love like you going and telling people about his love, but that you have to like share the love. Like he has love for everybody. Like he's going to give all the love to you and all the love to your neighbor and all the love to your sister and all the love to your parents at the same time. And all the love to me. Woot! Okay? He has enough to go around. And when we start believing that there isn't enough to go around and that we're depleting his love or we're depleting his time, then we start pulling away from him and that takes away from relationship with him. All of these lies and more, like I said, I'm sure there are more that you have come up with and heard, are not from him. It steals relationship from you. It takes away from what God wants to do in your life and the closeness that God wants with you. And it robs you of that. When we start to partner with those lies or believe those things, it is, it's like spiritual embezzlement. Like he just is stealing, thieving, vandalizing our relationship with God when he tries to lie to us and we start to believe those things and not know who God is. So my encouragement for you today is know God. Remember that he wants to be close to you. He wants relationship with you. Spend time with him. Make him priority. Do not let the enemy lie to you. When you spend time with the Lord, the more you spend time with him, the closer you are to him, the more clear you hear his voice. You know his voice and you can distinguish what he is saying, and what the enemy is saying. It's not blurred lines anymore. It's not gray area anymore. It's clear as day because you know God's voice clear. So get in his word. Know it. Know him. And surround yourself with people who can build this up with you. And that gets me to our community, our Kingdom Daughters community. First, if you're not in there, come and join us. Go to thekingdomdaughters.com. Join in there. But also, if you're in that community, get in there. Ask questions. Jump in. Build relationship. I would love for you to do that because I don't want it to just be me talking and sharing. I want relationships to be built there and for you to be able to grow because of that. 
All right, friend, that is all I have for you today. I pray that you are encouraged and challenged and blessed by this conversation today. Remember, you are seen, you are known, you are loved by God, my friend. Believe God is who he says he is. Receive his amazing and awesome love and walk in beautiful confidence as a daughter of the King today, my friend. Have a beautiful day, and I will see you next time. Bye now. Thank you so much, friend, for listening in. I pray you are encouraged, challenged, and blessed. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. One of the ways you could help me is by leaving the podcast a review. So if you have a minute, I would love your feedback. Thank you again. You are amazing. Remember, you are a daughter of the King. Believe God is who he says he is. Receive his unconditional love and walk in the purpose he has for you, girl. Until next time.